Chairman. Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pothead fucker? This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Clear your throat. It's hump day Wednesday. You know that. You woke up today on a Wednesday, and it's still a Wednesday. Go figure that out. But at the end of your workday, either it's over, it's almost over, or it's been over. And if you're a school teacher, it's been over almost a week ago already. So God bless you. So uh, I got some 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 people that are going to be coming in, not today, but um, you know, all of a sudden I, I got a flurry of people that are going to be coming in on the show, including a couple of uh, city council candidates right here. Not to mention, and I know his name came up during today's hotline show, Jude Seymour, who looks like the guy who played uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Jude Seymour is coming in next, uh, where is he coming in? Boy, I'm making a lie out of myself. Next Tuesday. That's May 2nd. So Jude Seymour is going to come in and talk about all the latest controversy. Yes, including Cliff Only, who says it's a sign of... A voter oppression. You're taking it away from the meek and giving it to the rich. Yeah, I know how you are. Anyway, uh, who else? Let me, I'm, I'm covering the bases here. So Monday, who do we have coming in? I'm reaching out to TJ Babcock. He's not coming in next week, whichever you see more is on Tuesday. And then we have Mary Ellen Blevins coming in next Thursday, which is very exciting. And then I'm a, my assumption is only because I've been in contact with Ben Schoen that Ben Schoen will be coming in uh, the following week. But that's not etched in stone. So I looked at the calendar, and we got to get busy, because I said if we do a city council candidate uh, once a week, and I know this is going to vary, we're not going to get this done, but since there's 11 right now, that would, that would give us just enough time, n- not even. I'd have to probably have at least two weeks with two candidates to get this done. I don't want to do it like, oh, it's candidates week. We're going to show up every day. That would just bore the tears out of you. Would you buy the golf course if you're a city council person right now? No. Okay, you got my vote. Would you buy the golf course if you were in the city? No, I wouldn't. Okay, you got my vote too. So that, I can't do that, and I won't do that. But we will spread the wealth and uh, try to get all of them in here. Because here's the thing, and Jeff labored on this to some degree today. It made a lot of sense. Now is the time. You know, the Watertown Daily Times, they were first. Actually, they weren't first. But nonetheless, you know where I'm going with this. Channel 7 was first. And usually the first one, usually one who barks first barks the loudest. And if you get on board with these two shows, and I'm talking to you. If you're one of those 11 people right now. There should be no reason why you're not on this show right now. Don't do what Sarah Campo did. Actually, she did, and she still won. But don't do that because there's way too many people running for city council these days. Way too many. I need a phone book to keep up to them with them. So ultimately, we, we narrow it down in our minds, 
And on, on a primary day, which is at the end of June, like a couple of days before Fourth of July weekend, which is her, a horrible time to have, um, uh, to, to, to have a, a primary. Oh, that's when everyone's graduating. Well, I don't have kids in the graduating level. Well, then you're not a human being. <clears throat> Sorry. That's when people are graduating. Don't you know that? Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. I understand. No, so it's a terrible time. So 11 people. And uh, so you got Ben Schoen. You, you got uh, uh, Pat Hickey. You know, the incumbent, Yeah, I don't need to go over this whole list, but it's so many people. And we are concerned. We are the, the epicenter of voters right here in AM 1240. We have a lot of complainers. We have a lot of people who didn't like the golf deal. We have a lot of people that, for the most part, are, are pretty much perpetually constipated. And they're aggravated by that. And you can understand that. But when it comes down to one thing, that is exercising our constitutional right to vote on all lines, including local races, this is the place to be. Make your investments here in terms of a little bit of dollars, keep Jim happy, and, uh, and, and, and reach out to the people that matter most. I'm telling you, you could be an axe murderer and, and, and a communist, and you can come on here right now and say, I would never vote for a $3.4 million golf course, and you will still win city council. It's a stretch, but uh, I'm sticking to it. All right, let's go to the phones to see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, how are you doing? Uh, good. What's going on? Were you waiting that long? Yeah, and that's another thing, too. When I tell you how long my phone call counts, yeah. this one, I got two minutes and 11 seconds before you picked up. Hmm. So my, my phone call count, I've probably been way inside. That being said, right. I think that every city or every town or if it's an outskirt, they pick a center spot, should have one place to vote. Just one. I think city of Watertown should have one. Town of Roundville should have one. Town of... That's one. That's enough. Huh. In the Old West, you're lucky to get that, and you had to walk everywhere, and we thought things were fair. We People put in the ambition. Voting is a privilege. It, it shouldn't necessarily be made hard for you, but you should have to put some effort into it because, well, it's worth it. Hmm. Well, that's one never going to happen. Two, I don't think it's a great idea. And three, no, it's a, well, no, it's 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 going that way right now. It's it's restricted down now a lot. Well, I'm sure. I'm assuming you just, the, you just can't get the volunteers. Is I think what you're going to find out from your your guest tomorrow. I'll be interested in listening. I'm sure you've got good questions for them. It's on Tuesday, actually. No, I I, I just want to know why they're squaring it down, like you just mentioned. And uh, is Cliff only correct by saying that uh, the oppressed are being, you know? eliminated from from voting because you're eliminating those two uh, polling centers. I would like to get Cliff's opinion on that. I've seen him make comments about it. But nonetheless, I digress. So what else is happening? Nothing much. Just heading to the post office, heading to the car wash, and heading home. How about you? All right, let's talk very personal in front of everyone because you're a candid man. Is that correct? Right? A what? You're, you, you like telling... You're candid. candid. You like speak, speaking out the truth. Nothing fears you. You fear nothing. Well, you know, I would... It's funny. I was just thinking about that. Say someone who calls in like Paul yeah. or myself, we could literally never, I think, reel it in enough to be on a city council, so I'd never do it. Right. I don't think I could pull myself in. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could be Bobby Ferris, who every time he speaks, he has to be completely clear because someone could hold it against him. You never know what's being recorded with. Right. I don't think I could ever be that guy, even like in a city council meeting if I was in the city council. Hmm. So I feel for Cliff in that way because he can't be, but right. 
right. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know where I you're going with that, but he, okay, I, I wasn't talking about you're that. You're talking about being candid. You're I, no, talking about being candid. No, 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 no. I'm ta- I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm talking about how the mayor seems to be short with you. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why that is. Isn't that strange? <laughs> you kind of texted that to me because I, I told you over the text. Because, yeah. you know, we could talk frank about this. We don't hold anything back here. Um, it seems like he's been, you know, short with you. And today was an, in, an indicator of that. And yes, that's when you texted me today after that, after the ending yeah, of your no, abrupt no, end to your you're phone call. Completely right. And yeah. you noticed it off the top. He's like frustratingly like short with me and and right. short on the answers and tells me, well, your call's done. It's over. And that's it. So I, I don't know why. And he's done it every time. And and I, I just like. <laughs> I, I'm trying to, like, every time I call up, I'm trying to come up with, here's a subject he's talking about that he likes. Right. I'm going to, you know, share some, some inspiration on this, and I start to go into it, and he's, well, yeah, yeah, well, nobody cares. Well, let, let me so share something, and then i got to go because we're out of four minutes. But someone called uh, in today, and, and I got this response from this caller, and I know this guy. He says, Jeffrey pissed me off today. First, he says how uh, fetching council hopeful Doug wife is, and she lived uh, with me for over a decade. I don't know what that means. Uh, then I call in at the end of the show, ask a legitimate question if the station has changed something because I was getting an antenna for years and along with Jeopardy, uh, Channel 7, and uh, and, then, and then he uses a curse word here. He says, Jeff says, told him to go call Mel Bussler. <laughs> Yeah, well, and here, now I text, I put it in a joint text, so you'd see it, but I text Jeff them with the answer, and I often do that. I'll do it with you occasionally, because yeah. I'm not going to call in again, but here's right. the answer on that. Les Shockley's been saying it over and over for about a month, yeah. that at this date, and whatever the date has gone past, you're going to have to do a new channel scan, right. because we're adding on three new channels, and things get moved around, right. so now we've got more. I've got an antenna, I'm on the lake, right. I have only over 60 channels now. That's amazing. kind of neat, but... That's all he has to do is do a rescan. But right. he didn't reply to my text or anything. Yeah. I, I don't no. know. Maybe thumbs up. Maybe he just doesn't doesn't remember me. I can't. I don't. Nah, know. he remembers you. Believe me, he remembers you. I'm That's why he doesn't want to talk to you. I'm no, out of mind. All right. Okay. Well, hey, I'll let you go. You have a good one. Bye bye. All right. Thanks. Know. That's uh. That's Lefty. Hi. You're on the air. Dallas. Freaking phone. Hi. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Did you feel that earthquake we had Sunday? Jason, where you been? It was four days ago. Well, I know. We I felt it here. <laughs> 3.6, the house rumbling a little bit. But the purpose why I'm calling up is Cliff only is making a big stink about the poll places not being open. Yes, we just talked about that. And he was saying, I was reading the news article as I was at work, saying gives more people... Uh, favoritism than right. others. He right. has to realize if you want a, a honest campaign, we need to get out the special interests that are paying for people's campaigns, maybe his and Patrick Hickey, Licky Hickey, right. and, and people need to use their own money and run an honest campaign. Right. For right. me, I'm the only one right. that right. ran a Honest campaign. So I just got to say this, uh, Jason, because no one's listening right now. It's way too early to actually talk about candidates. I know we're, we're getting everyone lined up here. But the big question is this. You, at this point, Jason, and congratulations, you have a higher sign count than any other of the 10 city council candidates. Congratulations for that, Jason Trey. Well, well, thank you, sir. Very nice. And, and part of that hard work, Glenn, is I give 
mostly I credit mostly all of it to my wife. Right. Because, again, she is a civil engineer. She's a designer. Right. And like I said, the first campaign was a heart behind it. And, and I want to say this much, too, right. uh, Glenn, yeah. that when we have special, special interest money buying campaigns, how effective is that? Jason, Jason, can I just ask a question? Wait, wait, no, yeah. I got, I got to interrupt. I got to challenge you on that. Who in the, is George Soros throwing money at candidates? Where, where is the special interest money coming from? Identify that, please, in the city council race, at least. Okay. Well, I'm not sure where it's come from, but I, I suspect, uh, Glenn, that there will be specialist money. How do you know that? Because that's the only way you win a campaign. You got to get other people's money. Twenty thousand. I talked to Patrick Kiki Licky when he won. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What, what? What did you call? What did you call Pat? Oh, uh, Licky Hickey. <laughs> Why do you call him that? <laughs> that's so mean spirited. <laughs> Licky Hickey. Well, I think he licks his lips too much. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Jeez, I thought, I, you know, here, here's Jason's always, so, I'm going to be civil, I'm going to be transparent, I don't have any special interest, and I'm running against a guy that <laughs> smacks his lips a lot. <laughs> what the, where'd that come from? What's going on here? Well, Jeepers. because, Glenn, you've got a person that, that comes with stuff up all the time, but I want to say this much. <laughs> um, I really mean it with all my heart. I know you do. I that, know you do, Jason. That this campaign is actually run by special interest because they always get into the campaign. No George Soros money up here, that's for sure. All right, Jason, I gotta go. I got so many things, but thank you, my friend. I gotta go. I I, I gotta go. All right, so, you know, we got uh, Joe Stanley calling in at the bottom of the hour here in a little bit, but this is what I want to show you. Have you heard about the guy who got a lease on his car and had no idea that it, it meant that you have it for like 36 months? In other words, when he walked out of the dealership, this guy's like 30 something years old. And he's all excited to tell people on TikTok that he got hoodwinked into this somehow or other. And this is how it goes. Let's see if this works. I'm going to play this right here on the computer. Guess who's been paying off a car for 18 months of a 36-month lease and just found out what a car lease is. That is so much money to pay to rent a car for 36 months. Are you kidding me? Oh, how did you know? Didn't you read the contract? I did, and I didn't understand the contract. No one's checking what I sign. They were like, here's your car. And I was like, yippee. The only thing getting me through those payments was the idea that I, I was going to own it at the end. Unbelievable. Unbe- unbelievable. And this is, this is the kid whose mom probably put a bumper sticker on, on, on the car. Says, my son just got a Regent scholarship. My, son's, is, is, my son is smarter than your son and daughter put together. My son bought a car, and he, he leased a car, and he thought he bought it. Is, does your son, is your son that stupid? Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, it's Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray, what's happening? You're talking about this car leases and stuff. One time we were working late at, late at the dealership, and it was one of the May sales, in fact, and one of the girls came back. She was all happy. Yeah. She's getting on the phone and stuff. She's telling everybody, I just signed my... My uh, loan for my car, my new car, and blah blah blah. And, she, and we're, she brought it over, and we're looking at it, and we go, "Do you realize you signed a contract for forty-three percent?" Oh my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> and she looked at it. She goes, "What do you mean?" Yes, like 
43%. Right. Jeepers creepers. Well, wait a minute. How, how, she didn't understand it at all. What were the payments? Like a thousand bucks? I mean, my God. I mean, oh God, I don't even. It was a long time ago, so they weren't. Their payments weren't crazy, but they, by the time she paid the car off, she was paying, you know, obviously almost half more. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness, Chris. So sad. So crazy, right? And she didn't understand it. We, so we went up. Some one of the guys got really ticked right off, and went right up front and looked at the lawn or the loan guy and said, "You know, how can you do this to somebody? This is a person that works here. You know, how can you do this?" It 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 said. I I talked to a car dealer some time ago, and he was talking about you know during COVID, and again this isn't local. I was talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, we got this car. This this guy came down here. He looked at the car, and he we made we it was a used car. They made and one of them they made eight thousand dollars on a used car." Or another one was oh. over ten grand, and I know you get more margins on used cars, but you know they sold four warranties to the same guy. I just, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't do it, crazy right? I couldn't do it, and I, I know I get a lot of money That's from car business. That's one job I've never years, worked but. either, and I don't. Yeah, I don't honestly know that I could stand there and go, "Oh yeah, this is a car for you, right. Clark." You know? <laughs> yeah, and by the way, I couldn't sell houses either because of the emotional attachment, especially if something goes wrong. I know a guy prominent businessman came from out of town and he was hoodwinked into buying an old old house right here in Watertown the place leaks like a sieve when he's right oh, yeah. at the bottom of a mountain and and they never told him that he's spending thousands of dollars fixing it now i would hate to know that i sold a family a house only to know that it's it's underwater like it may, it may 6 oh, months yeah, out yeah. of the year people that's one of the biggest things they don't notice is the foundation right Right, it's like it's like uh, the money pit, the movie. Oh, and once you're in there, oh, uh, yeah, crazy, yeah, right? it's too late. Exactly what was wrong with that place was the foundation was just rotten. Right, and this is th- and this is literally happening right here on State Street. I know the realtor. I know about their reputation. I know people say, "Oh, we're people, people. Oh, we have this, that, the other thing. Oh, which office are you at?" Not that one, by the way. But anyway, they always come up with great ideas. We're the people to work with. It's, no, you're not. You're not the people to work I, with. I was watching the Ghost Hunters the, uh, yesterday and. And these people were living in this little town. Yeah. And they bought. They just bought the house, mm-hmm. and they didn't realize that the whole the whole town in like nineteen, oh, I think it was oh three. Yeah. Was just totally destroyed by a tornado, and like thirty some people died. Nice. And what they did is they took whatever was left and built houses. And this house was like totally like the basement. You can see from the basement, the floors were all made from walls from other houses and stuff. Right. Well, that's almost like poltergeist. So it was all like a, a, a mash of different houses. And the place was like, it was on fire weird. It well, was like there was weird noises and well, things all over the place. I could imagine. But crazy way, I've got to go only because... I've got I got uh, uh, Joe Stanley calling in at the bottom now. I got to do a break. You know first. me, I don't take anything personally. I know, I know that crazy Ray. But thank you, my friend. <laughs> crazy Ray, ladies and gentlemen, telling it like it is. Uh, I got to do this break. We'll be back with more of the Live at Five show. We'll have Joe after this. L.A. Corey is the desk chart. Saturday morning, May 6th. Admission, just five bucks. Uh, welcome back. Uh, just waiting for Joe here. And uh, I was ready for him with these uh, the latest topic. And uh, whether or not he's ever met a person or had a client that actually thought they bought a car, but they leased it. Or if they got hoodwinked into like a 43% deal. And then I also want to ask him about the parkway. Once again, another truck. Ran into the trestle down there in Syracuse. Crazy stuff. Let's see if this is, uh, no, it's somebody else. Hi, you're in the air. Uh, Glenn, can you ask uh, Joe about uh, yeah. earthquake insurance? Yes, good good point. Thank you. I had I that in my notes. Yeah. 
I believe it's very expensive, but is it necessary? I didn't know we were that close to a fault line in Adams Center. No, no one did. A little disturbing to me. I don't know. I know. This this really, it does, pardon the pun, but you're you're shook up. Well, it's very scary, as I told Mayor Graham. That went on for about 20 seconds when I figured, hey, this is not just a lightning strike or, you know. I don't know what the hell it was, to be honest with you, but it was... I don't know, but I know it's very expensive. Maybe Joe will know about it, Glenn. I won't hold you. No, no, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So far, he's not calling in. Maybe, maybe sometimes that happens. He gets he gets uh, busy. But uh, if he does, he does. So all right. So I, I played the uh, the idiot that thought he had a uh, he purchased a car. He thought leasing. It, it's it's like Chelsea Handler. She didn't know the difference between the sun and the moon, which, by the way, is m- maybe one of the dumbest things I ever heard in my life. She learned it, and when I believe when I read the article a couple of months ago, uh, Chelsea Handler always looks like she just woke up. She swears she's funny. You ever notice how women swear they're funny, uh, and they're really not. I mean, there's very few, and a lot of them just go over the over the limit, and they say, "Oh, I sleep with this guy, and I do this, and why is it my?" You know, it's it's they can get away with it, but uh, for the most part, uh, Chelsea Handler just dumb as a box of rocks, and yet somehow or other we're supposed to pay attention to her. A woke ethics. Uh, so yesterday we talked at length about uh, you know uh, President Biden announcing, of course, he's he's running for a second term. And it's amazing because back in December it was was it December I believe that uh, Donald Trump threw his hat in the ring, and of course the left said, well, it was lackluster. Really, nobody was jumping up and down like they were when he came down the escalator in June of 2015. So, well, that was new. That was novel. For many years, they were wondering or speculating whether or not Donald Trump would run, and he finally did. And uh, there was a lot of excitement. Second time around, it's like, you know, it's like a second wedding. If, you know, you divorce once, you you marry your college sweetheart, you spend a boatload of money, you invite 300 people to a place they'll never be uh, at again. Uh, And so, you know, you you get a lot of fanfare for that. And roughly four to six, maybe 10 years later, if you're lucky, you know, that didn't work out. Get a year, two, two kids or so. Years later, you you know you meet up with someone else, and if you're a hot woman, more than likely you're gonna you know settle down with that older guy with the pat belly that you never paid any attention to when you were growing up. But now he's very attractive, and you know again the second time around you don't bring in 300 people, you don't spend a boatload of money, and yes, you don't buy any white dress. So it's the same thing. Yesterday's announcement, I didn't even know it was on. It was recorded, wasn't even live. First thing that they showed was January 6th. So you knew exactly where they were going with this. And that's their platform. Yesterday, I, I shared a tweet from someone who, to me, was just indicative of the, of the average leftist voter or thinker, uh, particularly young people. And again, I scour the internet probably way too more than I should. I, I, I've been watching this guy. His name is David Pakman. And if you look at him, he is a spitting image of, of General and later President Charles de Gaulle. Uh, he must have some, you know, European uh, blood in him, but he's from Brazil. Or, or I know he's from South America. And yet I know that sounds weird because he looks like a Frenchman, but for the most part, the richest people south of the equator are from Europe. In fact, that's why they all speak Spanish down there. But this guy just goes on and on and on about this and that, and it always comes down to Trump is nefarious. He's a horrible person. Uh, they, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis wants to burn your books he hates gay people. Uh, and what's the other one? Oh, and uh, women are, 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 are losing uh, choices over their bodies. In other words, 
uh, uh, sorority chicks meet, meeting up with fraternity guys somewhere in Syracuse University don't have that option uh, a couple weeks after they hooked up at a party. It's all they care about. It's all they care about. They don't care about crime. They don't care about the border. They don't care about fentanyl. New stats came out, uh, just awful statistics about the percentage of those that die from fentanyl overdoses. The majority, a better percentage of them live in cities. And you know what that means? Yes, people of color. We have to protect people of color. It's like, well, you're killing people of color. You're killing whales while you're at it. Right now, there's uh, this uh, another whale beached itself on, I believe, of all places, Jersey. If I were a whale, the last place I would beach myself is on Jersey land. Or for that matter, Rockaway Beach. You just don't want to be there. But it's painfully obvious why that's happening because of these, these windmills that they're, they're, they're pile driving into the, into the bedrock off the shores, shoreline of, of Jersey. This is where the left collides with itself. You know, they've got to save the whales. Oh, we got to have green energy. But now you're killing the whales with green energy. Oh, nope, that's just a byproduct. You're a racist. Shut up. So that's what's happening out there in a, as, as a summary. Right now, we should typically be talking to our friend Joe Stanley, but he's not calling in. Give me a shout, 755-1240. And before I forget, don't forget the, who sponsors this show, Widget Auto Sales. Who's, uh, they're the inflation fighters. They're going to have a big sale up there in, in May. Uh, it's like we're calling it May Days for the inflation fighters. And uh, it's going to be a big to-do because, you know, if you notice, also the big headlines recently, used car sales are on, on up and up. And, um, and our, our friends at Wichick Auto Sales have the best prices. And I'm not just saying that. I know that. And uh, they prove it all the time. They're having yet another banner month. And uh, it's all to do with that wonderful advertising. So there you have it. The Inflation Fighters, proud sponsors. And who could also forget uh, L.A. Quarry of Lafargeville, otherwise known as L.A., uh, locally owned by the Thompson family, uh, that is Stone, Sand, and Topsoil Delivery, 315-658-2004. You know, it's amazing. When I listen to guys like Ben Shapiro, don't tell Jim I'm mentioning this, You're talking about the competition. Ben Shapiro will just like go off into this whole tirade about why the left is this, why the left is that. And then he'll say, you know, something, a, a main component of his show and something profound. But first this. Um, how's your back feel? <laughs> so he goes right into an ad. It just seems disingenuous, but nonetheless, it's what pays the bills. So our proud sponsors, L.A. Quarry and Widget Auto Sales. If you want to chime in, by all means. So if you missed out, uh, Jude Seymour is going to be here with someone else. And I should know who that person is. It's a woman. I think her name was Teresa. So it's going to be, uh, let's, let's make sure I got this right. Dip, 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 day. Where are we? Jude Seymour. Yes, um, Jude wrote back to me. I can be transparent about this. He's a public figure. Michelle and I are interested. I assume the show is between 5 and 6 p.m. Yes, you are correct. If so, we are available next Tuesday. So I said 5.15. I don't know why I said that. But I'm assuming they're both coming in. They have to be coming in. So they'll come in at 5 o'clock. I don't know why I said 5.15. So that's Jude and Michelle next week. And then on Thursday, we have Mary Ellen Blevins coming in. And it's a really interesting woman. She, of course, uh, set up the, uh, the lawsuit against the, the sale of the, uh, of the golf course. And I, and I told Mary Ellen that. I'm, and again, I want to be transparent once again. Mary Ellen, uh, I, I, I compared her to Erin uh, uh, Brockovic, where, you know, she's not a politician by heart, but n- a lot of people, neither was Donald Trump. But he was so frustrated with what was going on in society, and he talked about being president that he finally did it. And I think the same thing is true with Mary Ellen. I'm going to let her explain all of that. 
But, you know, she just, as a citizen, Mary Ellen got so upset that she said, I'm so, I'm going to stop the sale. This is absurd. And she was quite outspoken about the, you know, the Stewart's there on Washington Street, too. Just as a concerned citizen. Had no plans on running. None. None whatsoever. But she was getting people's attention. Very intelligent. Physician's assistant. Studying to be a doctor. She did very well in her SATs. And she just was so infuriated with what was going on at, at City Hall that she would go there as a citizen. That's something I never did. And many of us didn't. And she says, a lot of people complain, but they don't do anything about this stuff. So I want to do something about it. And next thing you know, she's running for, for city council without even knowing it. But you know what? That's how it happens. And in many cases, that's, that leads to bigger and better things. So anyway, Mary Ellen can explain that a lot better than I can. She'll be in next Thursday. Oh, I just lost whoever was on the phone. I talked way too much. You know the phone number, 755-1240. And then uh, on top of that, I did get a message from the gentleman we were talking about up there in Evans Mills. He has called in on this show before. Let's see if this is Joe. This might be Joe Stanley. No, it's not. It's weird. It says answered. So, yes, yesterday, and this made it to News Junkie, and a lot of people were listening to that news clip from, you, from our yesterday's show. Donnie came in with the story. Donnie says, look, there's a maniac up there, and he's yelling at people. Uh, coming out of bars, this, that, and the other thing. I said, well, okay, that's interesting. Then I got a friend of mine who says, yeah, I know exactly who that is. He used to be in Antwerp. Now he's down in Evans Mills. And then he reached out, and that, that particular person, his name is Matthew, reached out to me. He says, yeah, we've talked to you before. I want my side of the story. I said, okay, fine. So if he calls in, he calls in. We'll see. That's the beauty of this show. It really is. I mean, you know, there could be some craziness in Evans Mills. Cops scratching their heads trying to figure out what to do with this guy. Uh, and we're, somehow or other, we're going to get, get both sides of the story. It should be very, very interesting. That's for sure. Uh, seven, come on, where the hell you been? I, I, the phone lines are, are lighting up and then dying at the same time. What's going on here? Anyone know why? Did, uh, did Jeff have this problem today? Huh? I don't think he did. We really have to change that Callahan uh, spot. We're being run by, he sounds like RFK Jr. We're being run by old, fragile people. All right, let's go to the phones. Oh, come on. Well, that looked like someone else. I, I could see names on this crappy old LCD display up here. Worst show ever. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should extend the phone calls now to eight minutes to fill in the time. I don't know. Something's up with the phone lines. So uh, please be patient here. Let's see if this works. This someone's calling. God, it's like watching watching an apple rot. You're on the air. Glenn, Cliff Lashway, how are you today? Cliff, of course, another candidate running for city council. Yeah, I, I heard a couple candidates, so I said, well, yeah, I'll, I'll call. So there you go. So Cliff, of course, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I heard Jason was the sign king. What makes him the sign king? Uh, I, I'll tell you. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. And, and Cliff, I'm assuming you have signs out there. Is that correct? Yes, I do have quite a bit of signs out, yeah. Okay. And, and I'm remiss without, without knowing that because I haven't seen them yet. And I'm sure you do. Okay. However, however... Uh, Jeff has mentioned that he's just last week. He mentioned I had a couple of people text me. He's like, "Oh my God, Jason's got signs out there!" And I drove along Arsenal Street yesterday, or the day before, 
and he has them pretty prominently displayed in front of uh, the, uh, the muffler place there. So I was very impressed with that. If you have signs out there, Cliff, which I'm sure you do, uh, well, you, you might be the sign king, too. No, I, I'm, I'm, I, have, I have two that are positioned at the beginning of Jason's and at the end of Jason's. So I'm, I'm, I'm strategically placing my signs. So. Oh, okay. So wherever he has them, you have them? Uh, I have one. I have one on Arsenal Street uh, at the old Shakers. Yeah. Which is now um, give me the tea. Yeah, yeah. This is a new new business. Right, right. And I have one. Looks appetizing. At the beginning of Arsenal as well. Okay, when you say one, you mean you you, you have a sizable sign or a lawn sign? I have a a, a, a political sign, a normal uh, size sign. Okay. Well, and this is good because this I can I can feel the comp, the competitiveness. You know, you're talking about well, his signs there, mine signs here. You're calling him the king. I have signs out there. That's good, Cliff. That's good. That's 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 the spirit of politics. I, yes, I am very competitive. That's good. Very. That's competitive. good. So let me ask you, Cliff. No, let me ask sure. you this, Cliff. Cliff only says uh, to Jude Seymour, and for that matter, the Board of Elections, that by closing down two polling places. Is is oppressive to people that you know live in, I guess, below the line. Do you look at it that way? No, I I, I think this is this is higher up than Jude Seymour. I you know uh, I think they're what they're trying to do is streamline the system. Um, you know, I don't think they're trying to suppress any any votes. I've actually put on Facebook. Anybody that needs a ride uh, June twenty seventh, let me know. I'll I'll bring you. Well, I, that, so, I don't I, that, that that might go against the uh, the rules, but hey, whatever you got to well, do. I mean, I, I mean, I'll, I'll make sure they get a ride one way or another. Wow, so, wow. I mean, I'm so. No, well, well no, that's awesome. Know, so, okay, so uh, what what you and I have to do, and 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 if you could do this, uh, please reach out to me in one way or another. If you can't do it today, uh, I I got to get the information. It's the same information I give all the other candidates, by the way on how you can advertise, uh, particularly on these two shows. When you talk to Jim Levin, he says, oh, it should be on the border, it should be on 94 right, should be everywhere, it should be on the wolf. I said, Jim, Jim, this is a local race, this is for the primary, and a lot of these people don't have two dimes to put together at this moment. But the one place that anyone running for office in this town that needs to be is right here and right on the Hotline show as well. So I would implore you exactly. and everyone else to do the same thing. So I'll well, do this that. is where I started. I, I I initially told you that I was actually running right on this show. Well, wow, you announced it right here. That's awesome. Yeah, I, that was the first time I announced it. So at your show. Well, I appreciate that, Cliff. And by the way, is is Spider in or out of the race? He is out of the race. All right. So now Cliff he is too busy. Oh no, I understand. And he's going to be working for the Buffalo Bills for equipment manager or something like that, right? Something. Or is yes, that farcical? Yes, he is, he so, is way too busy. So, Cliff, i got to ask you a personal question. I got, and, and, sure. And, okay. So, you know, your mom got involved as a civic, in her civic duty, what she did. Do people, like, look at that and like, well, that's, that's a little odd. And she did, she exercised her right as a, as a local citizen, making sure that, you know, the petitions were legitimate. But since her son was one of the candidates, people that raised some eyebrows. Do you look at it that way? I'm sure, you know, there people people look for the story. Um, you know, I get it. That's that's my mother's right as a citizen. Absolutely, she can do that. Yeah. Um, I I told her, 
she, you know, she let me know. I said, well, you do what you got to do, but I don't condone it. Um, if I had a problem, personally, if I had a problem with Brian Watson, if I had a problem with Jason Trainer, I would have done it myself. And, and I don't have a problem doing that. Right, but in the process, um, a, a co-worker was, was eliminated from the race. Did that cause friction in your workplace? No. Okay. No. Um, like I said, I... I, uh, my mother did it. She's her own person. Um, and I don't have a, I, 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 if I wanted those people, if I wanted to petition or, uh, check those petitions, I would have done it myself. Well, yeah, but, but you, you were busy getting signatures yourself, but again, she's, she's your mom. Moms do that for their son. So that's, that's a good way of looking at it. You know, my mother didn't do, do it for me. Hmm. Um, like I said, I you know she's her own person. She can do. You know, I'm not going to tell my. If you've ever talked to my mother, long long period of time, mm-hmm. she's going to do what she's going to do, and there's not a thing I can say about it, right. or anybody else. And, and like you said, you you didn't you did not condone it though. No, I, if I had a problem with everybody else, I would have done it myself. All right, gotcha. Well, then you did condone. All right, never mind. All right, well, good. All right, so let's do this. Um, since I do not have an official. Well, let's do this. Can I get you in on the week of, not next week, not the following week, but the following week, Cliff? And that would, just give me a second here. I'm screwing up once again. That would be one, two, that would be the week of May 15th. Can you come down and talk to us here? Sure, I can do that. All right. So do me a favor. Reach out to me at 782-1240 tomorrow so I can give you all my information because I don't think I gave you my cell phone number and all that other stuff, Cliff. Okay, I'll do that. All right, ask for me, of course. Yes, of course. All right, Cliff, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Take care. That's uh, Cliff Lashway, candidate for city council. Boy, I tell you what, this is just getting started. And, you know, it's 11 people, I don't know, 10. That's a lot of people. We haven't seen that since uh, the days of Dave Mance running back in the early 90s when uh, people actually gave a crap about City Hall. Now they do again, and the reason because of that is because of the golf course and, the, and this madness going on in Washington, D.C. and Albany. Yeah, that's right. It's not just what we do right here in City Hall. People are upset with Washington, D.C., Albany, uh, the media, high tech, and everything else. And we come to realize the most important aspect of politics are local races. As a, in a blue state, you're th- literally throwing your b- vote away in a, in a, in a Senate and or uh, national race. It's just you're throwing your vote away. I mean, if, 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 if uh, Chuck Schumer lives to 605, he'll still be our senator here forever. Not Joe Pinion, nobody. That's it. Kathy Hochul is going to be our governor for at least another two, maybe three terms. It doesn't matter how bad the crime rate gets. doesn't matter. It's just the way it is. Anybody but Donald Trump. You know, you look at Joe Biden and you remember he was such a blundering fool as a vice president. They picked on him. Where's Joe? What's he doing now? He's the plagiarize. He plagiarized his own way in the elections way back when in 1988. Made a complete fool of himself. And we mocked him that way. But now he puts on his aviator glasses at a, at, in the Rose Garden and everyone's like, ooh. It's like opening up the briefcase in, in Pulp Fiction. Like, ooh, wow, what's that? And why? It's, they, hate, they, didn't like, they didn't hate him, don't get me wrong, but they mocked him. But now they put him on a pedestal. Why? 
because they know that he replaced Donald Trump. Go to the phone. You're on the air. Uh, thank, thanks for bringing that up about Cliff's uh, mother stabbing her, his co-worker in the back. I got a little problem with that, Glenn. I don't know if it's backstabbing. She was doing well, her own thing. This is a co-worker with Mr. Lashway. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. That's not a problem with you? Well, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. Right. I don't think he answered the question. Is his mother going to have influence if he wins the council seat? Um, what, 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 like Ray, Ray Romano's uh, mother in Everyone Loves Raymond? Yeah, I don't know. I know. I don't know. She's a concerned no, citizen. It just bothers me for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, but, you know, you yeah. stab a co-worker in the back. Uh, yeah. I can't, I, I can't accept it. Well, but she did find out that there was improprieties going on there, so she did her civic duty. Without talking, Cliff knew nothing about this. Is that correct? Uh, that I, I can't speak for the man. I don't think he did. I, maybe he did, that's but like he said, he wasn't going to stop his mom. That's hard to believe. I, I can't, I'm not saying Spider was going to win anything. No, no, no. He's, he's working for the love, Buffalo Bills. I just Bills. don't like the looks of it, Glenn. Right. So, all right, so, so let me ask you, uh, who's your top four then? This is this is important because you're you're in the you're in the mix here. I don't know about that, but I like Mr. Schoen. Schoen, Ben Schoen. Okay, give uh, me give me three others. Comes down to four. You know, maybe Dr. Kimball. Dr. Kimball. Oh yeah, the guy looking for the. Don't know much about him, but uh, yeah. he sounds, he's got to be a smart guy. By the way, did, did did was the hotline like focused on on the on the fugitive today for like forty minutes or so? <laughs> Yeah, they brought him up. I, I knew a little bit about the show. One of my favorite shows when I was young. Yeah, yeah, great show. I love David Jansen. Right, right. He was what a TV star should look like. You know? Yeah, good-looking good looking guy. guy. Barely moved his lips. Had the, women all over the place. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, he was in the Green Beret. Did you know that he was the... Yes, he was. He made a few movies. Nothing, uh, not a great... Uh, matinee idol as far as... Uh, well, they claim, they claim that a jealous lover killed him on his yacht. He was found dead. He he, he uh, fell on his t- uh, coffee table. Yeah, heavy. Uh, Drink. He was, had heavy drugs in his system that night. I think he was only forty nine. Yeah, think. young guy. I young. believe he married Dina Merrow at that time. Hmm. You remember her, Glenn? No, I never. I don't know that name. Dina Merrow. Yeah, but uh, he had a lot of women. He was a nice looking guy. Yeah, good looking, good actor. Yeah. But that show, you don't see shows like that anymore. Just great acting, great scripts. You you mentioned the guy who played Lieutenant Gerard. What was his name again? Barry Morris. Did you know that he was in that show called Space 1999 with Martin Landau and Barbara yes, Bates? Yeah. You're absolutely correct. He was in the Twilight Zone. Yeah. He played a Nazi general in the Winds of War with Robert Mitchum. Yeah. Yeah. He would. Remember he that? Play, yeah, he, yeah. Very good actor. He played a real. Oh, I can't say that on the radio. Real hard nosed guy. Yeah. Going after. Uh, David Jansen in that show. Right. And so I told the mayor, uh, the one armed man was only in about six or seven shows, maybe in four years. In the last show, I think it was 67, that was the highest rated TV show at that time. Right, until MASH. Uh, no, uh, Dallas took him out. Oh, really? Dallas and then MASH. Okay. JR took out uh, Jansen's show. And, and, and you're right, I think MASH is still uh, number one right now. Yeah. So what, let me ask you real quick uh, what was better, the show? Uh, Fugitive of the movie. I know it's a tough comparison. Oh, the show. Yeah. The TV show. I thought the movie was good, though. I thought Did the you? movie. Yeah, I thought it was good. And, uh, I liked the TV show when it was done in black and white. Just yeah, a yeah. Better edge to it, doing it in black and white. I you agree. Had William Conrad, I believe, is a narrator. Remember him, Glenn? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Very yeah. Uh, big yeah. radio guy years ago. Did, yeah. Uh, Con- Cannon. Cannon. Yeah. Uh, fat yeah, Mess. Just, uh, yeah. fat I don't know. It's just, when it went to color, I don't know, lost a little bit to me. A lot of things uh, were lost. I like the in, black and white. Uh, 
I got a lot of them on DVD early. So real I think qu- it only ran four years. Ago. R- real quick, um, what was better, The Untouchables or the movie? The TV show. Yeah. Yeah, the TV show. Yeah. The movie was awful. It was one of Brian De Palma's oh, worst movies. It was terrible. It was an awful yeah. movie. Just I liked uh, Robert Stack in that role. It was a perfect role. For oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He very was good movie. Very good, very good show. All right, thank you, my friend. Excellent. Okay, Excellent, yeah. Uh, Untouchables. And it wasn't Robert Conrad who did the narration there. What was it? I think it was Walter Winchell. Was that his name? Am I getting that right? Elliot Ness and his crew are in Chicago. Frank Nitty and his, and his, and his uh, whatever. Good stuff. Who was that? Walter Winchell? I think it was Walter Winchell. They paid him a boatload of money, too, back in the early 60s to do that. And then, uh, yeah, great show. One of, the, one of the only shows where one of the main characters gets, gets, gets killed um, is the character that Andy Garcia played in the movie. Allison. Allison gets killed in the movie. No, no, sorry. It was the Italian guy. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But the movie was, was, was awful. Just awful. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240. Uh, we talked at length about the local races. We'll talk about that over the next you know, t- couple of months. People text me from time to time. Let's see what I'm missing here. Um, Michelle was there. Probably Michelle Lefebvre, the Democratic Elections Commissioner. Hmm. I don't know the context there. I'm sorry. Going to have to explain that to me. So 755-1240 is the number. Uh, it is Wednesday. Joe didn't call in today. I'll find out, I'm sure, t- by tomorrow morning. Then he got busy. We'll have to reschedule. And uh, just checking things out in News Junkie just to see what I'm missing during the show. Thanks to News Junkie for putting my mug up there, of course, along with uh, Councilman Cliff only. It's not there now, but nonetheless. And uh, here's something that it's on News Junkie I didn't see. Uh, Shauna Cthulhu. Named next CEO of Watertown Family YMCA. I'm assuming that means that uh, Denise Young is is out. And Shauna is in. Is that right? All right, yeah. So this is uh, hot off the press. Kevin Jordan, chairperson of the YMCA Board of Directors, announces the future retirement of Denise Young. That's going to be in January 1st, 2024. Ms. Young has been the CEO of Watertown Family YMCA for the past seven years. Uh, now uh, she's uh, going to retire. And with that, they're going to bring in a new uh, person. Ms. Cattulli's skills and abilities continue to, are, 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 they're confident in her abilities uh, to continue moving with our YMCA and uh, community forward. Well, that, that's a big pie to inherit right there. you got the brand new million YMCA in downtown. That's nice. Very nice. Do we need a CEO for the YMCA? That little over the time. That sounds like you're like, you're running all of them. Can't you just be the the branch manager or something? I mean, CEO? That's usually someone in an ivory tower somewhere in Tulsa or something. Not the case. I don't know. Just an observation. I'm not mo- not mocking it by any means, but that's a that's a big claim. CEO is like wow, chief executive officer. Are you Frank Sinatra or one? Oh, sorry, he was chairman of the board. I got that mixed up. I- I'm turning into jo- uh, um, I'm turning into Jeff Graham. Seven five five twelve forty. Today, Jeff was arg- I don't, What was the argument over? He was arguing with that guy that just called in. He said, "You sure it was that? I thought it was somebody else." <laughs> And then he had to call back and, 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 and uh, define, you know, the, the text that he was referring to. 
Sometimes it's just 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 the the the, the messy part of any given show, I, I'll be it this one or a Jeff show, are probably the best parts, or at least the things that you take take with you throughout the day. And by the way, for the record, the Yankees have already not only have they played, but they they ended almost four hours ago. These game that game started at two o'clock, and it's, it it ended around three forty five. And they beat uh, the Minnesota Twins today by the score of 12-6. to So they wound up winning one out of the three. They looked awful last night. So that's good news, right? That's, that's something to look forward to. And uh, if you're a fan of the Knicks, Knicks looking good, going, probably going to the second round. Once they win game four against Cleveland, that might be tonight. And then last night, the uh, New York Islanders came back and uh, won on the road in Carolina. To, uh, to that, that series is at 3-2. to two. They come back to to Elmont uh, tomorrow. And who else? And then the Rangers are tied with um, their arch nemesis. <clears throat> and it used to be the Islanders for obvious reasons. But over the years, uh, the New Jersey Devils and the New York Rangers have gone back and forth through a seven-game series well, way back when from 1994 on. So that battle continues. Hopefully the Rangers can pull it out. <clears throat> so uh, actually, New York team's looking good. And of course, as everybody knows, uh, Aaron Rodgers is now officially a New York Jet. So it's Brett Favre part due. They gave up a uh, first-round pick, a couple other, you know, Joe Namath types, Joe Klecko. Uh, no one cares, you know, because, again, this is the team that plays in someone else's stadium. So they've been cursed ever since they moved to, uh, to Jersey. Just an opinion, but that's the way I feel. I don't care what they call it. It's still Giant Stadium. <clears throat> so we do this each and every day, 5 to 6, right here on AM 1240 WATN. That makes us legal. And uh, exciting things are coming up. If you are a candidate or know someone who's a candidate, give us a shout here at the business office. Ask for me, Glenn Curry. You know the number, 755. Check that, 782-1240 is the business line. 782-1240, and we will get you on this show. AM 1240, WE10 Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. Have a great night. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Montana's first transgender lawmaker has been silenced and barred from the House floor for speaking out on a controversial gender-affirming care law. But Zoe Zephyr refuses to apologize. I will rise in support of my community. I will take the hard and moral choice and stand up in defense of the people who elected me to do so and the people in our communities. Zephyr can only vote remotely for the rest of the session. She faced expulsion earlier today, similar to the Tennessee Three earlier this month. Calls for boycotts are growing louder for two companies who partnered with a transgender influencer. Hey, it's me.